I feel like I get corona off a party. Um, I got corona the correct way. Motherfuckers just get corona from opening the door. I can get it from the door. Come on, man. I'm trying to have fun. I'm trying to have fun. Hey, 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 hey
for maybe maybe 50 minutes to get like from one end to the other but okay. it's cool i love growing up in vegas okay so obviously um with your brand riding around it's a sustainability brand mm-hmm. i'm guessing that you tied in your love for nature and you know growing up in vegas yeah. to your passion with fashion so did you have like any fashion influences in vegas or growing up who were your fashion influences Ooh. like in, you know i think in the women's industry dang okay so i think I think in Vegas specifically, so because there are a lot of people from like Cali who moved to right. Vegas, a lot of my like a lot of the stuff that I grew up wearing, like I grew up wearing like Vans, like Dickies pants, like, literally all that stuff, like Converse, all that. Um, but my brother was really he hooped, so he was really really into like sneakers and stuff, like like Nike, Jordan, all that stuff. So I like would always wear like the stuff that he couldn't fit anymore. So it was really like finding new ways to wear like sneakers and stuff like that and then um as far as like influences I really didn't start like looking into fashion for real for real until I got older and it wasn't anybody like specific or anybody famous it was just like people I saw on Instagram that I was like no. oh, okay like she dresses cool um like I can try that with like this like I don't have the bait piece that she has but like I have yeah, this, this like, you know no, exactly um but yeah I don't know I think Vegas I think most of my influence came from just, like, being on the west side. Okay, I west type shit. Nipsey Hussle, bro. <laughs> All right, so, um, obviously, like I said, you're a brand. Um, I, okay, I, I'll tell you, I'll say this. I looked in your page, and I saw, um, round and round, you have the hand-painted, you feel mm-hmm. me? It's a hand-painted, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I thought. So, I saw the hand-painted um, N600 clothes. I'm like, yeah, it's definitely some shit I've never seen. <laughs> and it brings attraction, you feel me, because it's a sustainability brand. It's, you know, it's one of its kind type shit. So, right. um, where did you, you know, get the the ideas for this or what made you want to start a sustainability brand so i've always been into like really just trying new stuff so um one of my friends growing up she did like a capsule wardrobe that i talked about in my last blog post and i was like when we were in high school and i was like oh this is super cool like i'm gonna try it she put me on to like minimalism and sustainability and all of that um and then like as i got older i realized like i was just buying so much stuff like I would be like, oh, this is cool, let me buy it. And then it would just, like, sit for a while. Yeah, for sure. And I was like, you know what? Instead of me, like, giving away stuff every six months, and it's, like, stuff that I'm not even wearing or I don't like after I buy it, like, why don't I just, like, flip it into something that I do like? So I have a pair of sweatpants. Like, I like the way that they fit, but they're kind of plain, and I don't really like them. Like, let me make myself like them. Like, okay. Because I also don't – I'm in college. Like, I don't have the brand to be yeah. continuously buying stuff. For sure. So I'm going to just – make my clothes like my favorite clothes so i saw that you were doing pre-orders um mm-hmm. talk a little bit more about that is this your first collection or you know i saw you did something earlier in the summer and that's mm-hmm. when i uh first noticed the brand but i want to bring you on explicit content let me talk about it because i feel as, as sustainability is important right um, you're doing it pretty authentic so you know break it down like you feel me how did you know how is how this going for you um so the first like drop was using thrifted items so okay. it was like stuff that either i already had laying around or like i went to the thrift store and like picked up stuff that i was like this would be interesting like i could i could do something with it um but then after just like thinking about it and reading like you know twitter threads and instagram posts and stuff people were talking about how like sustainability also has to be ethical so there are a lot of people who like rely on thrifting to like you know for their clothes and stuff right. and then there's also okay. a lot of people who are like thrifting stuff just to flip it and like make money yeah. so they're buying up like t-shirts and like vintage clothes and stuff and even like people who are buying extra large clothes and then making it into like two-piece sets and stuff so people who actually have to go thrifting like don't have as much because all the cool stuff is getting like bought up all right so 
slow down a little bit, my fault. <laughs> Let's break down um, exactly what sustainability is or okay. yeah, sustainable. You feel me for the viewers? So I want you to just you know tell people how they can be sustainable. You feel me? Or just give a basic def- definition of sustainability. Okay, so sustainability is really like altering or just kind of like making small changes to your life to like better the environment, like the just the environment that we live in, the world, the climate, all that. Okay, so then you you said something about thrifters. Um, right reselling clothes and mm-hmm. I know that's a big thing like cause you see the Telfar bags people getting mad cause yeah. them bitches are getting resold for yeah. you know skyrocketing price but I never really looked at resale culture as a problem until now and then it's the second thing I'm hearing of it so you are saying that resale culture is a problem in thrifting because I get it like I understand and I grew I feel like we all grew up with like, yeah. like with the rise of resale culture but um, I think with thrifting specifically because there are people who are like um like low, like there are lower income people who rely right. on that. No, like, hundred percent. It's it's not ethical for me to go in and buy like fifty pieces to go back and like you know sell them for seventy five dollars when there are people no, who like sure. rely on that type stuff. So. I'm just thinking because, like you said, uh, I know I used to thrift at a young age, like ten, twelve. Yeah. And you know you can get some real good shit thrifting. Right. And it's like now. Your chances are way slimmer because of resale exactly. culture. You feel me? You exactly. got people who gonna go every Tuesday and Thursday as a business. Like, yeah, no, and and it's that. And so I don't uh-huh. know. I think that's kind of why I shifted from like using thrifted clothes. Like I'm still I'm still kind of open to it. If somebody has like a hoodie that they already own and they don't, you know, like they trying you know, to figure out something. Exactly. Like oh, I'll I'll flip right. it for I'm, I'm gonna send you some shit. <laughs> so. But, um, but um yeah so i shifted from that to doing pre-orders and ordering like blanks but instead of buying like blanks that are made in china somewhere in some factory like the stuff that i buy is like eco-friendly it's organic cotton so when you wash it like the materials aren't getting like the harmful materials aren't getting sucked out and like polluting the water okay that's it okay so what's next for uh for round around or you, so okay, all right, I'll tell you what. So, you're doing a pre-order for a hoodie right now, right? Mm-hmm. It's just one item. It's two different hoodies. Okay. So, as far as collection, do you think you'll just keep going like because it is sustainability? I guess or sustainable. I guess you'll just keep doing cutting song, and you ever think you'll get like you feel me more so like I got a round around t-shirt and stock. You feel me? I think um, I'm open to anything for real. It's really just like whenever I come up with an idea for something. The sec- like the first thing is like the idea and then the second thing is like okay well how can I make this and make it sustainably so I don't think I'm ever gonna like mass produce anything okay. that's just for not sure. like for sure. any yeah. collabs in the future I think so I'm open to anything really like okay. I be having like 101 ideas a day so right. we'll so um how are like companies or so you're a young sustainable designer mm-hmm. how are like companies making it for you guys like as young designers versus you know the big time companies who mass produce? Are they making their their uh, clothes more sustainable? You feel me? Are they making it harder for you? Are they making it easier for you? Or you know what I'm saying? Like, what's the yeah. what's going on with sustainability in the corporate world? If you know, um, I know. Like, I've been looking into just like the way that sneaker brands have been trying to create sustainable shoes and stuff, mm-hmm. and I think it's cool. Um, I'm kind. I kind of go back and forth, like trying to figure out like where I stand on it but I think in general like sustainability as a trend is is cool for the most part um I think it's kind of hard to compete with like other brands or like other businesses or whatever because it's so much cheaper to produce like to mass produce stuff in countries where you don't have to pay for like where you don't have to pay like a living a livable wage um 
and like people value that so like the fashion overs the shins all of those like the fast fashion companies like you can get a t-shirt for five dollars or for ten dollars because it only costs like exactly 17 cents to make it whereas like if you have somebody in the u.s who's like you know putting their back into like actually making it they're having to pay more on like the front end so that everything is like sustainable it's like handmade it's ethical all of that like it's going to cost more so i think that's probably like the hardest part just trying to navigate like charging more for a product but also making sure that you're like paying yourself and like feeding mm-hmm. yourself right okay. that's understandable i guess but you know capitalism and all that exactly so. <laughs> all right so i mean um other than your well that's this kind of last question i had about your brand but i'm guessing uh, round and round is kind of stands for you feel me your clothes going round and round like mm-hmm. it's being recycled right exactly okay all right so i answered that question myself so um you're a student at Spelman, uh senior year what are your plans or do you can you have any plans you're looking to do anything how's Spelman been okay it's always been cool um i don't regret it at all like okay. i think it was it was a great decision but i think doing like internships and stuff over the summer Spelman's like super big on like pushing that has shown me like i can't work for nobody like oh, i sure. i it's just not for me the nine to five is just not for me like living out and feeding somebody else's dream is just not it's not me we could make our own exactly at this point so it's trying to find ways to like not fold on what i want in the future but also like be able to like survive what's your major sociology why did you pick that do you have any so i came in as a poli sci major and i was like i'm going to law school i'm gonna be a lawyer like all that and then i looked at like the course sequence thing like when we first registered and i saw a constitutional law or government or whatever it was and I was like not for me absolutely not changed my major I took a sociology class in high school but I really don't know like why I chose it but I, I'm glad I did really. all right no I'll fit that I mean sociology is a study of people you're a cool person so <laughs> it worked I get that all right so how has like the sisterhood and spelling been um with your brand it's been cool like I where do you see a lot of your support from and what do you need to get your support um, <laughs> I think a lot of my support comes from like my friends for okay. real, like reposting my stuff um, and then even beyond like reposting just like hitting me on the side like I'm proud of you like that goes a long way because um, it's really like going out on a limb each time like I drop something or yeah, each time I have sure. an idea and like I try something new um, but also like you know students from Morehouse like reposting you know, sending words of encouragement, all that. Like, the whole AUC community is really, like, super supportive. Um, and also just my brother. That's probably the biggest one. Him, like... Shout him out. He got an S Okay, that's Austin. His Instagram is Austin K. Godfrey, I think. Sure. Just search Austin Godfrey. He's going to be the one to pop up. But, right, sure. um, yeah, him for sure. Like, anytime I have an idea, it could be 6 o'clock in the morning. I call him, like, run it by him. I'm like, what do you think? He's like, oh, you know, have you thought about this? What about this? Like, you know, he's really, like, my creative team. Like, it's okay. me and Austin, for real. All right, so speaking of creative team, where do you get a lot of your creativity from? Like, what inspires you? You listen to music? You feel me? You up late at night? Like, what is it for you? My sleeping schedule is crazy. Like, for sure. I'm up, like, probably 11 to, like, 6 most days, most nights. Nocturne. Yeah, and that's where, like, most of my most of my good ideas come from. Um, but also just, like, I think Instagram is a great source of inspiration. Oh, my gosh. And also, like, being outside, like, that always helps. Like, fresh air, 
and then like thinking about like this the places that I enjoy going like I love hiking so you know being out being outside being outdoors being around like animals and nature and like all that so you say you love outside like how was corona for you for quarantine how was that it was it was rough it was rough but it was a good like it was a good shift because I learned how to like be by myself and like you know be in solitude like inside but I also like still went hiking and stuff I was just like socially dis or social yeah, distancing or whatever yeah um and like exploring new places like it's a lot of places to hike in Atlanta that I didn't know I was, about okay that so I was just about to say you're a hiker um what are some spots that you go to in Atlanta what's the place called it's like Sweetwater Creek Falls or I something did, sure. Cascade Nature Preserve is a good place to hike um and it's like a little uh, maybe it's a creek. I don't know. Creek, I'm river, whatever. This is true. I just found out here. It's like, it don't even look like a lounge. Really? Yeah. yeah, that's how it was when I went to the Cascade Nature Preserve. It's like down the street from Piedmont Park. And like, you wouldn't ever know. Um, but yeah, I prefer, I think a lot of the stuff that I would like want to explore is like more northern Georgia. So it's like a couple hours away. But yeah, that's what I also like about Vegas. Like the stuff is yeah. like 45 minutes away, if that show so all right then. so all right and back in vegas um how was the hiking scene there i know it's like so there's like, like, yeah it's cool like, a favorite spot out there um uh, you want to put us on there okay so lone mountain is probably like the easiest hike for real it's like uh, literally a mountain in the middle of some neighborhoods but it's like where everybody kind of goes to hike it's not it's not really hard it's nearby um and then Frenchman's Peak or Frenchman's Mountain or whatever, that's the hardest hike I've ever done in my life. Like Yeah. What yeah. makes it so what makes a hike hard and what makes it obviously the length and you can hear. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Incline? Yeah. Okay. I think I think that and just the the really the length. Like you finish one mountain but the hike isn't over. Like to get to like the view, okay. it's like a whole nother mountain that you have to like climb. So that was really hard. And then Gold Spike Canyon is really good. It's like a hot springs. It connects to the Colorado River. So it's really, really pretty. All right. What are some inspirational quotes you've ever Um. Or just, you can My favorite quote is, even as we are, we are becoming. It's from my favorite book, Stargirl. Um, it's basically like, you know, we're always growing. We're evolving. Like, it's no, there's no need to, like, get caught up in how you are now and like the stuff that's happening now because we're still like yeah. evolving and stuff. Snowball effect. Exactly. So I right, um let's say it's a young designer watching right now or somebody you familiar watching this and they mm-hmm. get inspiration from you. What would you like them to know? Um really read Davia's blog Muse, not even to plug her, but to plug her. But that like really like anything any and every like answer that you're searching for like you really have within you like you can pull from your own like old life experiences like the stuff that you experiencing now but it's really no need to like granted outside inspiration is helpful but really like all that you have within you is like what you need to like move forward where can they find a blog what's her name it's muse blog muse hyphen blog.com or something like that but her instagram is davia simone at D-A-V-I-A-S-Y-M-O-N-E. Right, right, so. Any last thing you want to put into that? Man, go outside, for real. Go outside and just be in the fresh air. Like, be in some sunlight and talk sure. to your friends. Like, check on your friends. And 
What else? Listen sure. to listen to. What's the fool? Money man. I would say. No. Listen I would say to, listen to money man. Listen to um, my turn by Lil Baby. Listen to just cause y'all waited too by Dirt. But not money man. No. Listen to I ain't even listen to that. I can't put them on to that night here. I ain't heard it. Um, Victory Lab. Just go watch Nipsey Hustle interviews. That's really it. I give no. Nah, I give more energy, or I get more motivation from his videos and interviews. Like, like music videos. They like they like little short films and shit. Okay. Like, them bitches be lit. But I feel like his interviews is where he's like, yeah, I don't I know. Drop a dime, tell you. Yeah. Damn. No, that's real shit. I'm trying to hit. So I wish I could have got him. I feel like I'm really like talking to him. Like. Damn. Cool. All right. Everybody needs to listen to me. All right. So, <laughs> so but that's you know, he's been real. Drop your socials. Um, let them know where they can cops around and around. Okay, so my Instagram is Paris Godfrey, P-A-R-S-G-O-D-F-R-E-Y. It's going to be somewhere around here. You got to add it because I just did that. For <laughs> sure. No, it's going to be important. <laughs> and then the website is round and round, R-O-U-N-D, and then in, and then roundclothing.com. All right, so it's been real. Thank you, Paris. <laughs> Another episode of Explicit Content. Of course.